That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. What are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. We are just getting started. Finally, a podcast about things you actually care about. Hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes. That's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. There's a little boy on the escalator! This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Woo! Here's CM and BD. Hello. Uh, is that Spider-Man? <laughs> Spider-Man, hello. Hello, Spider-Man. Hello. Spider-Man, hello. Spider-Man. Yeah, man. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? I can well, get a patch, and it's going to be an MC Comics patch over my eye, and that'll be the new cool thing. That will be. That's a Machete Comics one. I'm just going to share this. Give me a second. I'm trying to get the tech because it's not a... It's a thing that's happening right now. Oh, look at that. See, I've already doubled down on this thing. Uh, I'm just uh, got to connect it to the old Facebook so the peeps can, uh, you know, watch what's going on here. Um, but anyways, welcome, everybody. It is the preseason. Let's call this our preseason uh, show. Yeah? Preseason episode two show. Uh, that's that's about to happen very, It's like very... an exhibition game for hockey. We're getting ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of getting getting the bugs out, as you can possibly see here. Um, yeah, so it's kind of, you know, it's, uh, it's just... It's, I'm at the Holiday Inn. Uh, yeah, it's at the Holiday Inn. Like yeah. Gene Simmons song. It's, uh, I'm at the Holiday Inn in middle America. I'm in Ohio, of all places. Ohio. So, Ohio, eh? Ohio. Um, so I'm just uh, hanging out. We kind of have a... We tried to... We're in New York City tomorrow, which is weird, September 11th. Uh, 20th anniversary. I got a day off in the city, so that's going to be weird. Um, but we, I was hoping we'd make it, and I have two days off there. I was trying to find flights. Listen, let me tell you about flying into Chicago and flying out of Chicago. is a big, giant pain in the ass. Nice. So I decided to do the submarine ride last night and stick on the bus to middle Ohio. Oh, and here we are uh, hanging out, and then we're leaving at midnight to go to New York City, and I'll be there tomorrow for the day to hang out. So, yeah. You're kind of back States. on tour, chilling out, man. Yeah, I like watching that show Border Patrol. And they show the people trying to get across the border and people smuggling things in. Yeah. It's addicting. I like it. If I if I had another job, too, I think that another fun job would be to be one of those guys who gets the packages come through. Even though one might be a bomb or something, but that would be pretty exciting. Is it weird buddy, that I want to do even more? <laughs> my buddy Dan, uh, my buddy, well, I won't give it, my buddy out here, I got two guys that are border guys in my life out here, and um, they thoroughly enjoy it. So and hopefully uh, they're not dicks like these guys I see on TV, man. Troubling kids for like grandma weed just to scare them. I, uh, I believe that's uh, that that comes with the training. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I feel but, bad for him. It's funny yeah. though because I like I can see the oh we got marijuana and they pull it out and I can see it. it's like okay well, that's a gram you did. And they, they make it look like it's going to be a big deal, but if you see the amount, you know that the law they have to be more than that. I think they've had they thought that they've had to stop filming the show. There was a lawsuit, so those are all reasons oh, now. Yeah, bummer! It's all, it's all done. Bummer. Well, that I the live show's over now. The great Wait. thing about being out here is I can find this stuff anywhere I go. Look at that. Oh, there you go. It's cool. I beer. I think my daughter was going to grab me a couple of beer when she went out, but I haven't seen her. She was supposed to go out and get go to the pet store and get something. And, I don't know. We are live on the YouTube. We're live on all the Facebook stuff. We are live over at Twitter. We're live uh, at all the places. Big thanks to our friends at DeanBundell.com. Holy shit, number two news in the country. So Rogers and Chorus, not so happy about that, I'm guessing. But uh, independently, he's got one of the best shows uh, in the country right now. And it's kind of must listen to. And That's um, awesome. big uh, props to him for continuing to support us and have us on his network. So thanks, Diener. Appreciate Thank it, buddy. You, buddy. See at the. I was talking to, uh, to, to Mini Deaner today, the young Deaner. You got a little mini, a little mini Deaner. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Deaner today. I was. He's a rad, dude, man. I, I yeah, got, man. I'm working on a project with a new musician. I don't want to spill too much of the beans on it yet, but it's gonna be a rad project. So I'm doing yeah. a new art deal. I'm doing. I'm talking to a rad could, dude today. It was good. It was good. And then, how's the summer going over there in Kingston? I was gonna say this is the weekend, right? So uh, our university and college students are back. So it's the countdown. 
to another melee of shutting down the main street and parties and the cops are getting ready. They got yeah. their $2,000 ticket books ready. There's yeah. uh, two kids that caused a, that started a party last weekend that are fighting it and they're getting, they have a fund me page to uh, get people to fund them so they can get a lawyer to fight, uh, you know, having a party where they won't supposed, weren't supposed to have a party. They're just going against some of the rules, but they're shutting, they're doing, it's funny because I used to party like that too. I was never into protesting or anything like that, but I like partying. Um, but it's funny because I see, uh, the, the, you can see people focusing in on a few folks and there's this girl and she was on top of another dude's shoulders and she's like, woo, I'm young. Sorry, this is, this is my, this is this my, is my young girl. Okay, of, see. of young let's girl see in this. college, university. Okay. Woo, I'm young and I'm in college. F you, F you, F you. Then the cops come up to her and she's like, no way, F you. Well, the guy just gently puts her down and the cops grab her. I don't know what she thought was going to happen if the guy was going to keep her up on top there. He politely puts his hands behind his back and goes away. And the girl's still going, woo, woo, getting getting taken by the female police officer. By the time they get to the cop car, this girl realizes, um, I'm going to get arrested. And she stops and, and she's almost like, oh my gosh, like, no. And she, you can see her pointing back to her friends. No, I got to go back there. But right up until the point that she was about to be arrested, she's like pointing at everybody and being all sassy and then... She got arrested. And it's so, something. So, and well, people, it's just funny to see how the, what the response. Yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really getting into history and to uh, humanity lately, especially with a lot of the writing that I'm doing, the stories I'm doing. So yeah. to see the reaction of that, say, what, like 20 year old girl, right when she realized, you can, it's like you can see exactly when his heart breaks in the Simpsons episode, right? Yeah. You can see exactly when this 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 girl's noggin. Yeah, when she realizes exactly the moment she's never going to be allowed to travel into any other country ever she's, again because she's got she's a record. Just about to get arrested, and she slams on the brakes, and she's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And she's pointing back, like, and the, the lady officer's like, ah, "Nope, no, no, no." First, she was cheering everybody, like, "I'm getting arrested, woo, party on!" And then when reality hit, but you can see the moment reality hit, so I thought that was kind of. You know, so, um, yeah. it's all happening soon, though. Seven o'clock here, so they'll be partying again soon. So we'll we call them woo girls. Woo girls, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Right, everything is woo. Yeah, you know, yeah. woo. So, you know, when I go downtown to the comic book store, it's funny though because you, you see, you see some of the 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 younger kids. Uh, I was driving down with my wife, and there was uh, two girls walking up, and they were in their lingerie, and just like a, a tiny little, uh, what do you call those, like. Uh, it's not like a house coat. It was like a, a little plastic lady. bag. Uh, yeah. No, dude. It was like no. They were and they were like it looked like they were heading to film some kind of adult movie. You know. But it's, and they're yeah. all like doo, 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 doo. and then there's other guys that are out in their front yards and they they bring their barbells out there and they're they're pumping their weights on the front yard there and you know on the busy road when you're driving by and flexing in the windows of cars when they go by and stuff and you know da 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 look at my biceps that kind of thing. I'm pretty right? sure, and I'm not the only one that felt this. I'm pretty yeah. sure, the other day. Some kind of adult production was happening in the hotel we were staying in, and it was a mm. nice hotel. It was a nice hotel, but I remember coming into. Let me rephrase that. I remember walking into the ah. elevator. Hey, oh! I remember walking into the elevator, and all of a sudden, all, you know, this group of let's I don't know, call them TikTokers, kind of rolling into the elevator, and there was a weak walk of shame happening amongst two of them. Yeah. And then the other group that was there was kind of like, you know, high five in a bit. And we were like, hmm. And then a whole bunch of people from the tour were like, does anyone else think? And then the next thing you know, there was like 10 of them in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And they're all a mess. Like this girl that got arrested. They're all like, I can't find my key. And he was supposed oh, to no. give me the key and this and that. And the guys are all huddled around a camera. And I'm like, we're all like, yep, okay. <laughs> like something was going down here in the hotel. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. America. Well, it's not just America. It's Canada, but whatever. I'm in America, and I'm seeing some crazy shit. Let me tell you that. That's I bet. I bet. I like Mm -hmm. it. I bet you there's a lot of videos being made with the college kids right now, too. We just don't want to see all of them. I'll see a lot uh, of them tonight. They'll be on the streets. We'll be starting. Oh, my God. The Monday Night Walk of Shame. Speaking of cool shit, uh, I sent you this the other day, but what would you think of this? Check this out. Always kill her live, man. Always think, thinking ah. about you the whole time, brother. I was like, geez, how can I not be? How can I be at a, a Green Day people. show without Machete here? But yeah, yeah, Rad. Rad. yeah and just then so you had a day up. off and you decided to go watch a concert. 
Well, okay, it was in Seattle, and I had like that three-day period off between, like I had a oh, Seattle show, and then we had a Chicago like four days later. All my um, uh, bosses kind of were in town in, in Seattle, and one of my main mentors was actually in town running that sort of like, you know, one of the main guys that I, I do all of my work with and for, and mm-hmm. so uh, it was just kind of conveniently place so i was like i gotta go and the initial plan obviously before the borders were shut down was to have you know lee and the kids and everybody come down and we were going to do a whole thing and mm-hmm. stay over the night watch the show they had back to, i had off to chicago mm-hmm. and they still can't get across yet so it's kind of one of those things so we uh, i was already the tour had already gone the plans had already been made so i just stuck around and then um saw the show and kind of hung out a little bit and and uh it was productive, and it was good to see Weezer. You know, yeah, for sure. How could it not be? That'd be great. I had to send Taylor. I had to send your daughter Taylor a little note though, because I'm like, I don't get Fall Out Boy. Oh no, no, I don't think. I, I think Fall Out Boy kind of no. After their second album, everything changed, right? They kind of went fashion ways, like a fashion band. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing, because I mean, wise on whoever decided to put that package together because yeah. we've all seen Weezer. We've all, we don't see Green Day very much, but you see Weezer on almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ultimate opening band. They're, they're the ultimate one hour set. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, but you don't see Green Day very much and Follow Boy, you know, amongst the Taylors of the, of the you know, I mean, they're yeah. almost getting in, someone mentioned they're almost getting into classic rock territory. Follow Boy, they've been around that oh, long. Wow. And that's yeah, kind of yeah. weird. And, you know, I'm listening and I'm like, yeah, they got a lot of hits, but they're not really, to me, they're, they're hits that were, uh, and please, I, I have never written a hit. So I'm not, I'm not ripping on any band that's been successful like that. But let mm-hmm. me just say the difference between Weezer's hits and Fallout Boy's hits were drastically different. Yeah. And sure, the right? Fallout's were almost sort of like the American version of CanCon. Mm. You're kind of, well, we got to get something on the radio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they, so they added a whole bunch of pyro and blew a bunch of shit up, which, you know, distracted oh, wow. from the fact that I didn't think that they had really any, they, they don't have any songs. Yeah. So. They dance around a lot, don't they? Don't they like, aren't they really like swinging with I, guitars and dance I, around it's, a lot? It's, it's just, it just, it, it was just an odd, it's just odd to me I, I, that, that right. they got, became so big. And all the, I mean, listen, kudos, there was 45,000 kids singing every single word. Yeah. They just don't strike me as that band that's like, mm-hmm. that I want to, you know, listen to, and I'm not being mm-hmm. an old guy here, because, but I just was like, I just, they just don't, you know, have the songs, but clearly they're selling tickets, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've never, I liked uh, that kind of sugar. We're going down swinging. Yeah, they're okay, you know. But I, I, that's just that one album. I wouldn't listen to them. Interesting. Anymore. Interesting. I don't listen to very much stuff anyway. A good mix. I, I don't know. You got the Motley Crue thing going out next year with like Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and right. Joan Jett. That's not really crossing over. Everyone there is going there to see like you're not adding like simple plan to that, you know what I mean? Or anything like that. It's kinda you know, for like for nostalgic acts, you know exactly what you're gonna get there. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a cancer bat show coming up here in a little while. So I'm gonna go check out that. I'm uh, on the, the I'm on the I keep forgetting I'm on like the board of uh directors or whatever for the music live music here. Wicked. I don't really Where are they playing? There's a Mark show Kingston show? Oh yeah, well that's what I mean. I'm in on those ones. Yeah, it's the Kingston show here, so I can't yeah. remember the name of the venue. But there's been a lot more announced, so the, the live music's coming back to Kingston, especially with the university students here, right? You know, they're all going to come out in yeah. drones, and they're all they're all crazy. Yeah. It's fun. I was what's uh, it's it's interesting because I'm I'm kind of down in America. It's like we've got general admission floors, we've got um, uh, GA floor, we've got um, you know, it's just kind of a free for all. The only show I did that was mandatorily vaxxed was Portland. Portland you had to have a vaccination to get into the show and let me tell you how weird that was because I just come through Texas where it was like a full on it just didn't it didn't matter Um, Mm -hmm. but being in an arena and every single person around is vaccinated I'm like this is really weird feeling it shouldn't necessarily be that feeling it should feel normal but it didn't feel normal it felt Mm -hmm. like I'm on I'm on I'm in Oz or something because I've never Mm -hmm. seen that many people together that had (laughs) had gone down that road but um but Canada's a bit of a different entity. So, you know, smaller capacities and things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens up in Canada when we get up there. Um, yeah. Well, we're all rad people here, right? No one's going to do it. Yeah. Well, I, saw, I saw a small wrestling event. I did a little coverage on it there. And uh, and it was great. And it was great 
because the people that went to the event were respectful of everything they did. Now we were in this hot little part of the arena and you had to pull your mask down or else you were going to like, yeah. there was no way you could sit yeah. there, but we were all separated from each other. We all sat far away. Like we kept the spaces and made sure of it. You know, it was, everybody was really smart about everywhere we went. Um, so that's what I really appreciate is when the people around you are just being respectful. Like I, whatever you believe in, you believe in man, but be respectful. And also like, don't spread like false the, the worst thing is when you, you, you see somebody that you like and you respect online and they they share a link and you're like, oh, boy, wow, that's that's not even true. Facebook pal. doctors. Like, Facebook doctors. Yeah, like you see somebody that you know. What's that guy? Chris Skye, right? Um, I saw somebody supporting him and, and sharing his video. And I was like, dude, that guy is not – that guy's not even – he's just looking for publicity and trying to make money off everything. You know what I mean? Like, oh. So I saw somebody post uh, – and I was immediately like, oh, dude, that guy's – it's gotta go. It's hard. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you see, like, but I, I'm yeah. like, if you don't mention it to me, you know what? I, like that's I mentioned this before because you know me. I'm I, I pick my battles and when I wave my flag, sure. And stuff, but I still have opinions, but I, I don't want to argue with people about it either because it always goes down a wrong road. So that's what I was gonna say. Like if if uh, I've, I've had my shots taken and I feel I've had my shots and I feel confident and safe. And um, if you if you disagree with it, well, you disagree with it, but you know, don't. Uh, don't one thing. Don't protest the hospitals, man. That's that's really. Well, that's bad. what's happening very badly in, in in Vancouver. It's it's like okay, wait a minute. You're protesting, but that's, that's a, that almost to me is like a different kind of thing that's going on. I don't know because it's it's and we don't get too political as we've discussed on the show, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's a bit like you're protesting at the hospital and inside the hospital they're treating all of your people. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And there's people. And if anyone wants to come at me about this, and I'm going to get on it for one second, okay? If anyone wants to come at me about this, I've been on tour. No, no, who wants? You know, who's going to argue about about clogging up the hospital? Fucking amazed what people do. No, but the people who watch this show, the people who watch this show. But it's on the the Blundell Network, and we are poking the stick on a daily basis amongst that group. But let me just say this for the record: I've been on tour for a month, ish, two and a half, three, maybe three weeks. I've spoken to three doctors on this trip, okay? Two of which were Democrat, one was Republican. The I'm interested in absolutely everyone's opinion. I'll break down everything. I totally understand if you, you know, number one, if you have a condition, totally understand if you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, if you're reluctant, okay, fair enough. But, you know, take your time, do what you got to do. But, like, going into this full-on, like, hatred and anger that's happening right now i've never seen anything like it where it's just brutal and our freedoms and all this stuff i'm like hey, hold on a minute hold on a minute hold on a minute okay you th- you're not taking freedoms away of something that you're not allowed to in, in into anyways so mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like it's here's the thing for me i've spoken to three doctors well more than that i worked for a doctor for a, the last year mm-hmm. but the most important opinion that i was interested in of the doctors that had that we've had out on this tour for various reasons to speak to the republican mm-hmm. doctor was the one that i was interested in most oh yeah of course and yeah. i said to him all right you're a republican doctor you work in uh, medicine and you work in er you work in in all this stuff tell me please what's going on mm-hmm. he said the only people that we have in our emergency room are unvaccinated people yeah. now listen well, that to makes me. sense i'm yeah. not saying i'm not saying go 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 i'm saying from a Republican doctor. And I said, well, what about all the other doctors that are countering you? He's like, listen, everyone has an agenda. He goes, I'm more of a business Republican. I'm not a God-fearing Republican. He goes, I'm more of a, you know, you know, I, I'm more of a financial Republican. He said, but listen to me. He goes, this is what's happening. And the other people, the other doctors that are going about it, there's 5,000 doctors around the world that are sharing that opinion. And then there's 1 million other doctors that have the other opinion. Mm-hmm. So the 5,000 is the message that's getting pushed to the million. And for right. me, that is like dangerous because usually you've got a 50, 50 split. And well, this, pe- the thing you know. is that people are going to make their own, their own minds up and we'll figure out who's right, who's wrong down the road. And as I mentioned before, like, you know, if, if you choose not to get the shot and you get sick, well, hopefully, you know, you stand by enough of your morals to suck it up and, and do what's right. Like maybe try the home remedies before you go into the hospitals and clog it up. Um, if you're if you're vehemently against getting the vaccination, and I know you have the right to a hospital still, but maybe you might want to try a home remedy and a whole bunch of Tylenol first, just to you know, just just to kind of back up your own beliefs a bit. But at the same time, you know, I, like I say, um, 
the, the world's a very strange place. Hi, Jenny. The world's yeah, a strange place, man. Like we've just, I've, I've always thought UFOs existed. Everybody thought I was crazy. The government said they weren't. Now yeah. the government is now saying that UFOs do exist. So I don't trust the government. Hell's yeah. no. Everybody who, I, I hate the government, man. Like I, yeah. I judge people on whether I think I could sit down and have a beer and a conversation with them or like a coffee. I don't judge them on what I think they're going to do for everybody in the entire Canada or the province. I judge people on whether I can sit down and I can enjoy a beverage with them. Or smoke or whatever. That, that's unless, my they're, unless they're, you know, to me, it's just like, unless it's completely, there's no merit to their argument. Oh, well, then I wouldn't enjoy then, the situation, though. Yeah, but then I wouldn't enjoy That's what I'm, that's no. my point, is that if yeah. I sat sat down with somebody and they're, and they're being racist through the whole conversation, well, I would not enjoy that conversation. I'd be out of there. But that's how I look at yeah. people and judge them. Um, like, I haven't, uh, you know, um, as I mentioned, I got my shot because my doctor's fantastic. I saw my doctor save my life's wife, my life's wife, my wife's life twice. So yeah. if I'm going to take it, this is my point of view. If I'm going to take advice on any health matter in the world right now, I'm not going to listen to the government. I'm not going to listen to somebody on Facebook. I'm going to ask a person who I witnessed and watched save my wife's life twice. And she told me to get two shots. So I got two shots. So that, and so, and if, exactly. I don't see how anybody could argue that with me. Exactly. So, so I'm, I wouldn't, so here's the thing. That's kind of a, I have a very personal angle on my side. Other people might have that on the non-vaxxing. All I ask and all I suggest is that if, you, if you're vehemently against vaxxing, when you get sick, try the home remedies. The uh, There's a horse worm pill, I guess, that works. Um, a lot no, of there's Tylenol. fucking not. No, there's oh, dude, not. I'm just telling you. If you're vehemently the horse pill against... Is making, the horse pill is killing people and making them impotent. So... Okay, well, maybe people need... No. This is what I'm no. saying. No. This is what maybe somebody needs to learn. Dude. No, this has been going on throughout history. I'm this over it. I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit over I'm a bit over it. There's enough out yeah. there. There's enough out there that basically tells you what you need to know, yeah. and well, that's it. Keep it out of the hospitals. If, and if, I, if you don't believe yeah, in the vaccination, totally. but you don't have a choice. If you get that sick, you don't I'm have a choice. Silly to say take horse pills. Nobody, I understand that, <laughs> but I'm like holy fucking I'm Joe like that Rogan. character in the J. I'm like that character in the Kevin Smith movie that people don't all look. Here's a here's a here's a here's a pill for you. But wouldn't you agree, though, that yeah, if, no, you I, get, if you get sick and, and you're vehemently against, I, the vehemian, I like it's that word. It's too late, if though, Chris. Stay home and try and, and fix yourself. Here's the problem. Here's mm -hmm. the problem. Mm -hmm. And this is the this is the stupidest thing of all of it, okay? Mm -hmm. If they get really, really, really sick, right? They have to go to the, they're like, I got to go to the hospital to get fixed. Well, that's and what I mean. Do like, and, hold on. and the doctors, the doctors mm -hmm. are going to say, to make you better, we have to give you this IV full of, you know, antibiotics. And mm -hmm. no one goes, okay, I don't know what's in it, but go ahead because I just want to feel better. Here's the problem. The people that mm -hmm. end up in the hospital, it's too late. And the ones that are dying from are dying from it are basically, you know, and this story is not, these stories aren't getting pushed enough yeah. on their deathbed going, fuck. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I know, but that's the thing. There's too many people in the world right now to make that kind of a mistake, in my opinion. There's way too many people going on. There's way too many issues in the world. There's way too many idiots. Like the protesting the hospital, protesting the hospital. Ridiculous. It's, it's, as I say, like I was looking back, Brent, at things like in Egyptian times and how these kind of things, man. You know, or if, if you say you got a tribe out in the jungle who's never made contact <laughs> with humans, yeah. and you send me in there or you in there, dude, they're all gonna die. They're all gonna die. Because unless you go in and get them shot, so it's 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 a common sense thing. So that's yeah. um, again why my whole deal is nobody's going to believe everything, but you know just don't protest the hospitals and don't back them up. If if you if you if you're you know not especially if you if you believe COVID's fake, and and you get it, you better try and fight that at home for a while first, man, or else holy that's the cow, problem. You're going to have people that you're going to oh. have people that deny it. Well, the, argue, the, argument that, that, the argument on that side, the argument on that, yeah. you have had COVID. We should, because people. Yeah, and I just got over it three months ago. Well, that that's something that needs to be said, right? I, I, I've I, said I, it. I, I've I said it the whole time. I've been eighteen. <laughs> I was eighteen months of shit, and I didn't yeah. start feeling. And they, I'm not. Uh, again, I'm not going on the science side of it to say that they co they coincide with each other, but I am going to say that I didn't feel 100 percent until after I got my first shot. Right. Now, Bonzi Network. Is dying a slow death because he got the Johnson and Johnson and he's he's not happy oh. about it. Bonzi was like oh. very anti-vax. He was. Why did he get that one though? 
that's all they had where he was in America. Oh. I told him, I sent him a note going, you should, probably should have messaged me first because I would have told you to go Pfizer land. But anyways, the Johnson and Johnson. So he was already anti going into it. And now he's like into this whole thing where it's, he's just taking a terrible reaction. And he's got like nerve pain. He's got all this stuff and they've got him on all these, all these meds. So, uh, Bonzi, heal up, buddy. But like, yeah, he was anti against it. But he, then he went and got it after being on Dean's show and kind of listening to the doctors. And unfortunately, he he did take a reaction to it, and he at least took a reaction to the Johnson Johnson, which is what everyone that I know that has reacted has reacted to that Johnson and Johnson. Well, see, and, and maybe some people are only getting that kind of information, which is really sad. But see, yeah. this is the way the world works. There's people that live out there that only get certain information because maybe they're in their they're 15. Yeah. Or they're like you know, or they're old or whatever, and they're not. They don't get. They don't have the internet. They're not. They're not educated. <laughs> like it's, it's funny. I, I never. I never would have thought that I'd be the person saying that. You know, I, I'm. I'm thankful that I'm actually educating myself these days, especially history. I. I have learned so much about disease and and just how it affects the world through history. Yeah. Um, and how many times these things have happened. But anyway, we, uh, you know, so that's that's the thing with me and COVID there, dude. I uh, I, I, uh, I think there's a lot of personal levels. See, my thing too, dude, is, is I hate to see everybody upset. Well, you know what it, I mean? It's like, never going to end, elections. Chris. Pardon I just me? don't think it's going to end on, no. that, on no. that side of it. I really don't. I'm just going to share this show with my, my daughter. She wants to know what we're doing. So I'm just going to send her this little link here. But yeah, keep going. It's never going to end because I'm just seeing people angry as hell down here. And I just yeah. don't see it's going to... I, I see. And it's funny because I mentioned this to some friends of mine who come from other areas in, in Ontario. And uh, they're, they're mentioning some just how bad areas are. And it's like, wow, I, just, I don't see that here. And I um, I know Kingston isn't perfect, man. There's people missing. There's people getting stabbed. There's partying. But, man, I tell you, like in our area of the west side here in Kingston, it's really awesome. And I kind of forget... Um, some of the narrow-mindedness and the uneducatedness and just the whole pointing the finger, you know. And that's why I hate elections because some people choose their vote because of, of how much money they make and they don't make enough money to vote for certain people. And then you got the, the, the other people say, well, you have to vote for this people because of this. And it's like, dude, I don't live your life. There's no way that person A could vote for person B. So I, I, I love the fact that everybody has their own little stories and layers to what they're doing in life. And I try and respect that as much as possible, um, yeah. as long as you're not infringing on other people. That's, you know, a key well, thing. Well, that's the like, whole problem now, isn't it? I know it is, buddy. I know. And that's why I'm, that's I'm saying, the like, some of the, if you get sick and you're anti, you better at least stay home and start. Hey, like, you know, try and anti, if you've been If you've been anti-vaxxed, <laughs> if you've been anti-anything and you get sick and you're so sick that you don't know what to do, sorry. Hospital's not open for it, you. It you does exist. So, like, the you thing that I hear is when, when people say, like, it just, COVID doesn't exist. That's like, you had COVID, you are, you know, you know. Bring it, it on, exists. people. Bring it on. That's all you I'm saying. COVID. A lot of people, you know, when I hear that, it's kind of like, oh, come on, it obviously, it obviously exists. Well, but, it's know, moved could, away from COVID denying <laughs> to freedoms and rights, and I'm like, all right. Oh, I know it has, whatever. and I don't, I'm not getting Same thing, that. but you got to drive your car with a seatbelt, but no one's bitching about that. Speaking of Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there the, we go. Yeah, there you go. I'm wondering how much of this uh, cancel culture is going to start getting some of our stuff. Did you see that they've removed some Seinfeld and uh, uh, The Office? Uh, yeah, well, here we go. I'm just, it's all I'm just, it's all coming now. I don't. Yeah, the can't. It's ah. yeah. Well, and the other side of it is well, Saturday Night Live did a really funny skit before the end of the season where they had that Hollywood Squares and they were, you know, they were a lot. They were saying certain things and then. Mm-hmm but they pretended it was reruns and so like the opinions expressed by Tori Spelling Ah, don't necessarily but it was from like 1988 or something and so the whole show was just a beep beep like it was just really really funny that's cool yeah I don't there's so many things going on right now that the only thing that's made me super super excited lately outside of being on tour again and watching music and Megadeth and all these bands do shit all the time which is really really cool obviously was the announcement that Clerks 3 has wrapped yeah, so that that's going to be really, really cool because I just think of that cast before and after. Look at that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what was uh, what was this this guy's Randall. name? No, but it was what was the uh, <laughs> the kid's name? What, uh, Randall? The no, there? the other guy from oh, movies. Sorry, yeah, what was his name? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's funny. Uh, and then also hilarious. the emergence of the emergence of these guys with some massive, massive, massive signings. Called AEW. What was it? Two years ago that we called. It was when it very first came out. Man, that I was like, dude, this is the shit. Look at this. Look at this. It's like the Leafs. It's like the Leafs signing McDavid. 
uh, Crosby and Stam- Stamkos all on the same day. Did you see that yeah. punk? Did you see the the punk fight against uh, Darby yeah, Allen? Yeah, it's great. Holy great, great, crap! Great. That whole that whole thing was amazing. What a they great did a whole uh, tribute. They did a whole tribute to uh, Bret Hart on there too, which was great. So they, the, Bret like Hart, the Bret Hart to the Bret Hart one two three kid match from back in the eighties or early nineties. Yeah. Punk and Darby did a tribute to it by doing some of the moves from that match. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. That is rad. So, yeah, I went yeah. to I went to Toys R Us today and they had the AEW belt there. I wanted to buy it, but it was like fifty bucks. <laughs> I know, it's crazy right now. Oh, I wanted uh, to buy it, and they crazy. they have the figures at, and they finally have the figures now at Walmart. But they're all again, they're all picked over, and I'm uh, I'm not buying the Young Bucks, man. I'm not a fan of the Young Bucks. I never was a fan of the Young Bucks. I just never liked the Young Bucks. I, uh, not a fan, my friend. Not. I a was fan. super choked because I was um. I'm actually like in New York tomorrow, as mentioned. But if I could have made it to New York today, which we were trying to do, if I could have yeah. made it to New York City today, the WWE was at uh, Madison Square Garden, and our boy Edge was there wrestling. And I was like, oh, ah, wow. that would have been fun to see. But, anyways, yeah, I've watched it very much on that side. I wouldn't, you know, I gotta say, but uh, the yeah. AEW side, I can only really get the highlights. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's been it's been an interesting uh, couple of months, and um, you're going, you've been doing some Sundays. Uh, or Saturdays, Sundays on here, doing some stuff. Yeah, I was doing cool. some comic book stuff, some deep nerd dives, man. Yeah, which is awesome. Hitting it hard. Dean, Dean uh, told me today, he's like, man, you guys, uh, I get so far into that now. I'm like, you know, after listening to Chris and all the rest of it, it's mm-hmm. pretty funny. You know, we cool. got them all all hooked. Well, it was fun. You know, yeah. another thing I was looking at, I did a really cool deep dive on Star Wars. I did two of them, actually. Um, but so I after researching it more that's the funny thing is I, I get into this stuff right and then i start looking at youtube videos and i was actually found a site on youtube that will show you all the original scenes from the star wars movies that before they were rehatched yeah or redone wow you see the emperor back palpatine when uh he projected in for the very first time his face he's got like holes here and there so cool so I, i'm really looking so the new star wars movies and you don't hear anything about new star wars right now right no so and the, the the one thing we've discussed before was that whether George Lucas should come back, and and be a part of it. And uh, we talked to those the gentlemen that did the uh, the stormtrooper movie, right? Yeah. And they were like, yes, obviously he should. You know, like oh my god. And then a lot of the newbies are like, no, no, don't bring George back. He's a dinosaur. So the more I'm looking into things, and the more I'm realizing that the people you want to make these movies are the people that actually want to make a good movie. There's some guys out there who are, and it's more and more coming to light that are more doing this for the money. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. So if you got, so why wouldn't you get George Lucas back in there? Like for one thing, he's there's no way George Lucas is making this movie for money. There's no way he's even thinking, well, I'm going to make a lot of money over here. If you had him, Filoni, and Favreau make the new uh, trilogy, which I don't understand why it hasn't been announced like yesterday. No, but I heard they were not, they told him to stick, stay out, stay out of it. Or they told Lucasfilm to stay out of it. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, that's ridiculous, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they wouldn't have announced them but to do Favreau that. Favreau said this. Oh, Favreau. So, ah, who knows? I can't see that after him having him out. Maybe he said that at one time, but I can't yeah. see that. Well, then I, then I would I would get rid of Favreau and have <laughs> Filoni and, and then have yeah. Filoni and Lucas do it. Then, like, yeah, Favreau yeah. doesn't want to be a part of that, man. You know, take your big butt and get out of there, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, that, that, you know, no big deal, man. Um, but here's the thing about George Lucas, too. And... George Lucas had so many Easter eggs in his movies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now let me explain here. Now R2D2 was told throughout the movies, stay with the ship. He never did that. Go back and watch. This is great, dude. This is great. This is some stuff I discovered um, that would just come up on my TikTok or whatever. Right. Or I just researched. So, so there's, you know, R2 stay with the ship. It's 3PO tells him that, uh, Luke Skywalker tells him that. So many people tell him that. He never does it. The last time he stayed with the ship was in Revenge of the Sith before Anakin went to fight Obi-Wan and he says to R2, stay with the ship. And he didn't leave the ship. Oh, Lucas. Come on, man. Come on, man. Now, here, no, not, here's another one. This is another one off the top of my Why head. Why did he stay with the ship, do you think? What do you mean? Because he was what? obeying orders. Right. That, and then, and then after, and after that, uh, that happened. So that's probably the first time R two was told stay with the ship. Right. And what what happened when he stayed with the ship? Bad stuff happened, man. To Anakin, right? Like he was Anakin's droid. You know, R two was. Yeah. So every time after that, R two's like, "Yeah, I'm sure I'll stay with the ship." No, 
I'm going to come watch after you. Yeah. You know, he was, I'm going to come, I'm going to, so if Arch, because if you think about this, dude, if you think about this, here's a great what if. What if R2 followed Anakin into that battle, dude? What would have happened? What would have happened? Maybe when he did that jump, R2 intervened and it didn't happen. Maybe he, like, who, wow. Sure. There's a deep dive right And how smart is R2? That's the other thing. This is why I'm saying, what if R2 followed him, man? Holy shit, we got a whole new... Maybe we'll get Lucas. Um, maybe we'll get Lucas directing something here. Maybe he'll maybe he'll direct an episode of the Mandalorian. Maybe. Well, he should. He should. I. I, I don't know. I don't. Know. I. I just. I just didn't like. There's so much I didn't like, and I went into that in my uh, uh, Machete Comics live. If anybody wants to see that, man, I, I was pretty good at that. I really gave it to him. So here's another one uh, that in uh, Return of the Jedi, and this is this again. This is brilliant because this is done before what vader is going to reference now yeah. skywalker is fighting vader skywalker gets the higher ground vader stops yeah. and goes whoa obi-wan taught you well boom though that's a great east and then to do it's it later yeah. to have that be the downfall of vader yeah but what came first return of the jedi obi-wan taught you well at that very moment lucas knew ahead of time that was going to be the moment the higher ground moment that is how Anakin was defeated by Obi-Wan was Obi-Wan got the higher ground and George Lucas knew this going into writing all this stuff in the 70s and 80s that's yeah. what's missing from the new movies man that those those built-in Easter eggs that is hard to do you can sample something from another movie and throw an Easter egg in there but to create your own Easter yeah. eggs fuck bravo George Lucas bravo so the more it's funny again and this relates to the whole I think I asked thing. this question yeah when we were talking about it, Mike was Mike was very much against it. Hey, Mike. Yeah, Mike no, was very I know. much against I it. But I was like, should Lucas be involved with the next trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. And I And then the and then that's and then the other guys came in and said, Oh hell what, have George George Lucas involved? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I, I mean was, I definitely if even if there's an input thing involved, there has to I, I feel like, you know. Just George Lucas should just write the basis. The outline of the new trilogy. He doesn't have to go in there and do all the detail and all the love stories. But man, say, here's the characters. This one's going to die here. This one goes here. Here's what they're fighting against, and here's their end result. Like let Lucas. The do only that. person, the only person that truly understands that universe is him because it's in living in his head. Just like the year, yeah. you know, you do. Let's say you do 25 issues of Skeletron. Mm-hmm. Available now on Etsy, ladies and gentlemen. If you do Skeletron, let's say, um, let's say, um, you know, you do twenty-five episodes of Skeletron, and then you're like, yeah. "I'm bagged." Cool. I'm gonna. Um, oh, somebody comes along and says, "Chris, we're gonna give you a, yeah, a hundred grand. We're gonna give you a hundred grand. Uh, we want to take over this for." For uh, the million, we're gonna give you five million dollars. We want you. We want you. We're gonna take over Skeletron. For, we're gonna take it over. Take, take it away from you. And you're like. Okay, I guess I'm going to retire and blah, blah, blah. And then they start writing it. And they have a general idea in their head as to where, you know, you might have taken it. But they have to basically make it up and go from there. It's the same thing that happened with Game of Thrones. The, 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 the show went past the books. So they had to make right. up where they thought it was going to go. You're at some point just going to sit back on your money and go, okay. But at some point, you're probably going to be like, all right, guys, this is like not really my vision. I think I got to step back in. And then they go, hey, you can't come back in. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, okay, but the fans want it. The fans mm-hmm. would like to see me. Or some of them don't, but they still want mm-hmm. Chris's vision of where Skeletron is going to go if they're going to wrap it up. And they would, I would think that if there's going to be 10 and 11 and 12, mm-hmm. that Lucas has to be the guy that goes, all right, the one thing you guys didn't touch on in these things was this. Mm-hmm. This is what I thought about uh, when I made 4, 5, and 6. And if you're going to properly wrap it up properly, then you mm. need to add these seven things. And I want to be involved. And if they say, no, I agree with you. I think it's stupid. So, yeah. So another, uh, <clears throat> so you've read the, uh, it's just dry in here, man. Holy cow. My wife's office, the cats hang in here, out here a lot. The cats. Oh man. And I've been finding that when I was doing the other, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, hopefully my wife's watching downstairs. Hi Lonnie. Sorry. Lonnie. Cat. Holy cow. Cats. Breathing. Um, yeah. So, what was I talking about there? About the- well, you were saying um, we were talking Easter eggs, and you were talking Star Wars. Yeah. And you were gonna go. 
somewhere else until the cats got involved with your brain. Damn there. cats. Well, and so it's been taking the Star Wars in the, well, oh, okay, so I remember what I was saying. So another, when I was doing my deep dive on uh, Machete Comics Live there, it's funny how if you go back and just, so instead of having uh, Ray be the daughter of uh, oh, that would have been great. Palpatine. If she, yeah. She, so check she, this out. You just change that to Obi-Wan being the, the father and all yeah. of a sudden it chain reacts through the story. And it yeah. also it just starts to straighten things out. Now here's another thing. Um, oh, I remember what I was gonna say, buddy. So um, kill off, uh, uh, not Poe, but uh, Finn. No, yeah, Poe. No, kill off Poe. Poe Dameron. Yeah, kill him yeah. off. There was, you had the audience. You had the audience hating him. Yeah. Everybody hated him. Have him make. Have him be something. Have him kill himself and be the martyr. Like, oh man, I guess he wasn't that bad of a guy. You know what I mean? Like it was just. And then that is another chain reaction. Now check this out. Did you read the Timothy whatever books? The Zon um, books. Yeah, I've okay. got. Uh, uh, yeah, I have a few of them. Yeah. Okay, the whole cloning of Luke. Did you read that? Oh, I don't remember it, honestly. Okay, so here's the thing. In the comic books, I think I mentioned this to you, is that when Vader cuts off Luke's hand. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Palpatine grabs it. Palpatine right. gets Luke's hand, and in the books that you're talking about, yeah. uh, they take that hand. And they clone Luke, and there's another Luke. How cool would it be if that Luke in those movies was that clone Luke? Right. That, that they could good. do that because yeah. that is the other thing that they took the Luke that I loved when I was a kid and just shit all over him. You know what I mean? Like the Luke in the newer movies was just an ass. It was pathetic. It was so. So wouldn't that be something if he was just the clone? I don't know how else you'd save that. You're blow that everyone's movie. brain out. You're gonna blow yeah, all their yeah, heads off. They're bringing in uh, what's his name there, Thrawn, right? And Thrawn yeah. was the one that was was in that story with everything. So it's just a thought, like because I, I don't know. I how still think they're gonna talking. clean up. I think they're gonna clean up all this shit in the uh, in the. Mandalorian. I hope so. Well, they're, I think they're, they're starting try. to in the comic yeah. books. They're really starting to. The the book right now that everybody's buying is uh, uh, the Bounty Hunter uh, battle, and it's uh, the haunt. So this is in between Empire. And uh, Jedi. Jedi, and yeah. yeah, so Han Solo, Boba Fett leaves with Han Solo. Yeah, but he gets hit by these other bounty hunters, and it's this big bounty hunter war for Han Solo. So it, and Luke's going for them. So there's all these behind the scenes stories that are going on with how Han Solo made it to Jabba the Hutt, and it's it wasn't from point A to point B. Oh, yeah. such a great story! I can't wait for the the Boba Fett thing. Well, that's going to be fantastic. Again, that like those are the ones that I really like now and I really watch for because I find that Marvel, uh, much like their comic books, is is their movies are, are all getting watered down and they're all getting uh, you know too safe. And and here's another one like Scarlett Johansson needs more money. She needs to sue Disney. What the f, man? And and then the Favreau brothers. We may not make another movie. Do or do not, my friend. Have you not learned not anything? Not Favreau. It's the other guys. Who the, is it? Sorry, the, not Favreau. I'm sorry. Favreau. No, it is. I apologize. The other guys that did the Endgame. Because that pissed me off. What are those names, though? Because they put their kids in all the movies, and they always stare at the camera when they're on the scene. <laughs> I forget their names. What are those guys' names? The something brothers. You talk. I'll, I'll research. Oh, my gosh. So, so, Scar so Scarlett Johansson sues Disney. Okay, dude, what you if you make money off that, you better be giving that to, well, I said, to charity. I said that from the get-go. I mean, I, F, take dude. take a stance, take a stance and be like, sure. I I I should have, you know, it's like anything. It's like, okay, listen, this is the contract to do the movie, but we're going to put it out on if your if your deal is all back end loaded and then they're going to take that back end away from you. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Because the fight for women to get paid equal equal quality for women is very much a lot. Understand her saying, "Listen, I should be making fifty million on this." If Robert Downey Jr. is making fifty million on this, I get it. But um, where it for me, it, it like the next thing though is I would love to have her be like, "Great, I won." All the deals need to be structured now to take into account straight to straight to streaming. Yeah. And here's here's half the money to rebuild a town. It's, it's here's the, the it's, also, it it's a brand new system. It's it's like anything that's not going to work out perfect at first. Like sorry, Scarjo, that it happened to happen on your movie. Russo brothers. Russo brothers. Like, okay, let me get to that one. See, I love this. I get to nail these people. Okay, but seriously, dude, how much taxpayers' money is going to go towards her court case? How much money are these skanky lawyers going to make off this court case off of a classic Black Widow character that I care so much for? Screw you, Scarjo. That's bullshit, man. You, she could have went about this differently. 
way differently than taking people. Like, you know what I'm saying? With all the money that's going out to all these people that don't deserve it, and all the people, money that's being taken just so I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go the. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to say, she's within her right to get what's coming to her, but the deal was done, and mm -hmm. that, that's Hollywood, and that's the, the deal was done, and to like you know I think the studio should make good and be like here's the back end that we promised here you go mm -hmm. but then i think that she should you know put that win into the arts again. she should put it, she should put yeah so she may well, still do that i don't think she's evil I, I think she's i think she's going after her contract i think it's it's yeah, like anything else right it's i think it's, there's it's, a better way to go about it than than as i say like like giving these greedy lawyers more money and take how much somebody had to do it first puzzle? somebody what had to, to do it first because everyone's getting hammered by this straight to streaming thing well they need to work that out before they sign any contracts then. right they that's do. all it is man every I've, you know I've, I've sold artwork and thought wow i could have made more money off that well mm -hmm. sorry chris Come on, you know what I'm saying? Totally. Now, the Rougeau, now the, the other brothers. What are their names? The, let's call them the Rougeau brothers, but they're called the. They're not the Rougeau brothers. The fabulous <laughs> Rougeau brothers. I am the Mountie. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah, the Russo brothers. Russo brothers. All right. Yeah. So now they say they may not make another Marvel movie. Have you not learned from being part of Disney? Do or do not, you sons of bitches. Then get out of the way and let, let a Marvel writer do it. Get ha, Stop having your kids in the movie staring at the screen or at the camera all the time. Do you ever tell your kids you don't supposed to stare at the camera when you're on, on scene there? I've never noticed it, but it's going to bug me now. Oh, you're going to, well, when they go for the autograph for uh, the Hulk there, watch for it. He looks at Hulk, looks at the camera, looks at Hulk. You just want to reach in there and grab him. <laughs> See, I'm having fun here, though. I'm not, I'm not really a jerk towards kids. What about here? You going to go here? Have you checked this out yet? Shang-Chi. Oh, of course I'm going to see that. It looks great. Abominations yeah. in there. And of course, I've already cheated and saw the extra scenes on YouTube because that's just me. Um, but I've done that. But that looks cool there. Yeah, no, Abominations coming back. Tim Roth, one of my favorite actors ever, you know. You put him and Samuel Jackson in the same scene and I'm just loving it. That's, you know, great stuff there, dude. Great stuff. And then the Eternals coming up with one of my favorite yeah. actresses, uh, Selma Hayek, man. I can't wait to see her do justice to that. Like, these are some top-level actors and actresses coming out here, you know, in some of these. And I'm, as I mentioned, the Eternals is going to be the sleeper hit. It already is in the comic books, the new ones that are coming out. Um, yeah. Which, again, to keep keep grinding gears here, man, the, the, the new comic books are going the way of the movies. They're all, the drawings look like they were just traced from Real we need life. to get There's Ken no Lashley more, back on. We gotta get no more Jack Kirby. Like he couldn't do that poses or John Byrne cleanness without losing the edge. Yeah, he might disagree with me though. But so that might be a good conversation because yeah. I, uh, I, I, even my comic book guys now, uh, Mark and uh, Adam, the guys, they they say the same thing, man. They say and the prices are going down because the art all looks the same. You don't have to have that one guy like Simon Bisley, right? Who used to draw Lobo, who'd be like, whoa, look at that guy's yeah. art. And then you'd go to Rob Liefeld, who like never drew feet or anything, but everything was dynamic. And then there'd be Todd McFarlane just having everything come just perfect. And then John Byrne again. Now it's just like all the same. Everything looks the same, and it sucks. So I've cut my list down, as I mentioned on my uh, my other Chris's Live comics. I've cut my list like in half. So I'm just buying. I would rather buy like dollar books, man. Yeah. I, I want to do the um, so for season two, which is going to come up here in October, my friends. When we uh, Chris mm -hmm. and I are actually together in Ontario in a couple of weeks, uh, we'll launch season two properly. But um, uh, I want to do Chris's stash, and we'll have cool. a little segment called Chris's stash. Um, I just because it's, it's it's uh, fall now, so my yeah. stash is pretty large in the garage. It's all hanging up. <laughs> the other stash. Oh, the other stash. <laughs> Comics. Oh, my comic book and toys. You know what stash. I'm saying there. Yeah, so Chris's okay, stash. Look for look for that ya. segment. Look for that segment this year. Uh, we had so much fun with, uh, with Todd and uh, and all our guests in season one talking about you know favorite toys and retro toys and stuff. It was so cool. And I just saw Todd the other day in Vegas. He says hello. Nice. And little coffee. Little coffee. He's playing tonight with Steven Adler and Sebastian Bach. I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, in a in a place. So that's kind of rad. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, but anyway, so look for a whole bunch of new segments coming up too. I think we're gonna have some fun, you know, as yes, we're we will. as we're growing through and, and coming off of. Uh, you get to hear me the first grind bit. my gears about uh, pop culture. Woo! We'll get into that. Yeah, we're it's gonna all get, fun though. Probably some more yelling and screaming. And we didn't even talk about the what if series that's out yet, right? Yeah, yeah the well, stash you read, not smoke, laugh out loud. You got it, Kim. There's a whole oh, wait, wait. Where are we going here? We got a chat. Let's get that chat going. And it just popped up. There we go. That. There we go. Hi, Kim. 
Yeah, a few of our regulars are back. Look, uh, our friends that are paying attention right now, we are in the process of redesigning YouTube. It will be launching, I believe, at the beginning of next week. We're going to start a whole bunch of micro content from season one. So look for that over the next couple of weeks leading into the launch of season two. And tell your friends. Tell your friends to get over there and uh, subscribe because, um, well, you know, we like to uh, get it out there and we like talking about this kind of stuff. You know Shout what I mean? it out. And we'll get to, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff. Jeff did a few shows there too with Moist. We'll get Jeff on, see how he's doing. Yeah, yeah. They got their whole tour canceled. Yeah, their whole tour canceled. They did a few, and uh, so did Chuck. Chuck got a few in there with I'm Mother Earth. Yep. Yeah, that's great, and um, it's awesome. And you know, obviously, down here has been uh, a little bit nuts, um, you know, in doing the these shows. But we're trying. Here's a little clip from the other night. I guess I'm too high def there, but he's like, I asked you to go to the Green Day concert, and all everyone was like losing their mind. It was like it's one time that Rivers is like, Rivers is like knew at some point he was going to be doing a tour with Green Day, and that that, that line was going to work. Speaking of Easter eggs, you know, uh, and he also reminds me very much right now of Garth from Wayne's World. Yeah, he's they, got well, the hair you going on there. He's a, got the mullet, but when he speaks into the mic, he's like, "Thank, thank you, all right, all right then." We're gonna play a song now. Here we go. <laughs> so it's very much he's playing cool. the part. So right on. Right yeah, on. it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's uh. So you're gonna go to some. You're gonna go see some shows. You're gonna go see Cancer Bats. You're gonna see any other shows? Mm, other than you're gonna come to my show. You're gonna come to my yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see. I'll check out the Megadeth show. Um, and I'm going to see. Yeah, protests coming around. I believe. So I'm gonna go see them. Wicked. Other than that, um, it's you know the scene. It's not a real heavy scene around here. It really isn't. Um, you know. A lot. There's a lot of hipster stuff coming through that I'm really, you know, not digging. <laughs> Kim, is that Kim? Kim, are you South? Is that Southern Carolina? What's SC stand for? Kim, I'm my friend. SC. That's uh, SC. SC. What is SC, Kim? Skugog. Kim. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake. No. Coming anywhere near SC, but is that yeah, you know? Is that uh, is that uh, South Carolina? Is that what you're referring Ooh. to? Because I'm not that close uh, to there. I think I get I go through the uh, yeah the South east. Carolina. There you go. Yeah, North. Yeah, Arcade Kim. I'm, just have a look. Have a look at some at Megadeth tour. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, in the east mostly for the next little bit, and then um, uh, I think that's basically it. I think we cut down to Arkansas and some of those places, and then uh, St. Louis. I get to St. Louis, and then we get back up and finish up in Canada. So, hey, right. let me know if you can make a show. Come on out and rock out. Always there you great. go. So always um, great to meet some of our our listeners and watchers. It's great. Yeah, check Brent out at the Megadeth show. Just ask for Brent. They know who he is. They won't be like, that. I know that guy. He's in the <laughs> bubble over here. So they, I, 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 they cut. To, I, they had dropped some shows. No, actually, we're oh, no. We're, we're we're rolling here. Um, nice. Thankfully, knock on wood, uh, some of the other tours have gone down, but we're COVID testing every single day, every other day. Everybody mm-hmm. on tour, uh, everyone's in a basically staying in. In a bubble, um, we haven't really been done too much. You know, anything that people are doing is outside. So I've been golfing a bit and um, going to coffee shops and kind of doing my thing and running and just walking towns. You know, mm-hmm. but everyone's been pretty much just sticking to themselves. It's a new way of touring. I was telling Taylor because your mm-hmm. your daughter's going to go out um, touring soon, and yeah. I said it's all different now. It's it, it, I said unfortunately it's a new way of touring that you're not. This is the only way of touring she's gonna she's gonna see now, mm-hmm. uh, but the new way is 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 upon us, which is basically shows done. Go and hang out in your hotel and don't leave. Yeah, you know, because if yeah. it goes down, it's just that's it. The tour is done. Yeah, it's yeah. over. So she's she's aware. She's uh, I keep I lecture here and there. I'm just like you know, you make sure you're careful out there. I just throw that in whenever we discuss it. Just make sure you're careful. Yes, dude. You know, well, everyone. Yeah, like this tour is so weird because it's like. You know, most people are like metal tour and blah blah blah. But I'm like, listen, it's the quietest backstage I've ever oh, seen in 20 is. years. Yeah. There's no one around. Uh, number two, everyone is doing their own thing. They're kind of in their own place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite lovely actually. And then the cool. other side of it, because there's just less people to wrangle and manage. And who are you? And mind you, I haven't done a hip hop tour yet, so that's probably mm-hmm. <laughs> what you got, what's what's next after Megadeth. I don't know just yet. And there's a couple things on the on the docket. I think there's a tour that's about to be announced by some 
act in that hip hop world that I might be uh, a part of. Um, uh, but uh, most of my thing, I think, will be 22 for me, and then mm-hmm. it's going to be full on 22. So nice, um, there you go. I believe, provided the, the world, you know, gets to a, a yeah, spot because sure. Europe for is sure. still wacky and it's still tough to um, uh, actually do shows over there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if you can't put six weeks together, there's no point of going. No, of course not. No. So I'm gonna make another bold prediction here on our show. Stand by. Let me, know. let me let me isolate the camera here. Chris okay. Machete making a so bold I, uh, prediction. It is. Go. So this is this is kind of a sad bold prediction though. But um, I've been watching Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Oh boy, I I'm predicting that in another within another two years she's gonna go the way of the the pop female star. You know what I'm saying. Okay, so there's some data coming back. On, oh, did it already happen? Am I like, oh, no, <laughs> there's some there's some data coming back on just just in general that um, what? What do you per, mean perhaps her album didn't sell or well, obviously no one's selling records, but it just didn't do the business that people thought it was going to do. And obviously, it, right. when you can't tour. It's it's when you can't tour on it, it's going to be a problem. Oh, um, but she's really going to be touring tough. next year. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of of um, talent. So if she keeps pushing ahead, her and her brother, and they keep pushing the envelope a bit on on how he's producing those records and changing things up, then she'll always be that artist where people are like, oh, what are they, what is she going to do next? Mm. The minute they take the foot off the gas and mm-hmm. and it starts becoming woo girl, it's all so, over. so in like two years. <laughs> yeah. So when they're she sick is. of each other and they burn out, so like in two years, right? And then mm-hmm. it'll be like, I don't know what to do anymore, but I got to keep making money. It's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You're going to wear this, and this guy's going to write a song for you, and these girls are going to dance with you, and here's what we're going to do. So uh, sadly, sadly. So that's my prediction. I hope not. I really hope not. Um, Talent wins. I'm really hoping that uh, she can pull through that side of it. Um, I just I watched some of that documentary. I, I caught a little bit here and there, and I'm kind of like, oh, oh. If, if I was her dad, I'd be concerned. <laughs> Oh, and I also watch. Well, pop really stars good... rarely break thirty-five. They all break at eighteen, right? So yeah, it's yeah, that's a lot of growing great, up to do. Another great show about a, a child star is uh, Kid Ninety, about uh, Punky Brewster. I know. Growing up, she she documented everything. Wow. wow. If she, you're into the the kids, show, like, pardon me. Her show just she just they just had an, her come back, but her show just got yeah. canceled. Well, that's fine because I'm sure show suck. But this documentary, dude, because she video, she's another one of those people like Val Kilmer, who his documentary is great as well. Yeah, love she, it. Punky Brewster videotaped everything, so it was funny to see her go to a school and say, you know, nobody don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. You know, blah 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 blah. Stay in school, and then after that, go to a desert and drop mush and eat mushrooms and hang out. Like and it's like, holy shit, man! Like what the f? Like, but and all her, all these actors around her that you could see on video. Or here, calling her and basically saying, one? "I'm yeah, gonna kill myself." And and no. later on, they did kill themselves. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, "And they showed them at the end, man. Wow!" But it was it was, and they say she lost her virginity to Charlie Sheen. Whoa! Like, whoa! How creepy is that, man? That's not cool. <laughs> not, not that a lot of people probably didn't lose a virginity to Charlie Sheen, but man. Charlie. So so uh, ninety kid or kid ninety? It's about uh, I can't pronounce her name. I can't. Uh, Whatever. Soleil um, Moon Fry. There you go. There or Soleil. Go, Soleil Moon Fry. Yeah. So so it's uh it's it's her documentary and it's all from her talking point of view and see her hanging out with the kids, you know, from nine oh two and oh when they were younger and from mm-hmm. uh, Saved by the Bell, they're all growing up in the spotlight. And, uh really, really cool documentary. I just watched it over my morning coffee the other day and I thought it was awesome. I um I really love the Val. I just watched the Val Kilmer thing the other day. I read his book a couple good? months that- a couple months ago, and the book is great because the book dives. This mm-hmm. the, the documentary uh, is is a cool kind of piece together of his of his life, but the mm-hmm. book uh, is really good too because he speaks about all his individual things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all of his individual. Um, movies that he did and sort of some of the really cool stuff about Heat, about Batman, and how they wanted him to go right into Batman, and he's like, no. That's why they replaced him with George yeah, Clooney. Yeah, they he showed would, that on the thing there. Because he's like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the, the Saint. I want the Saint to be my franchise, and that kind of tanked. Yeah, but he also went and great. worked Heat. Great story. He went and worked Heat with um, Pacino and De Niro, mm-hmm. and his agent called him and said, "You're out of your mind. It pays less 
per diem. Like yep. you're making less than your per diem on Batman. Like you're making like you'll make like uh, 150 bucks a day or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to make any money. He's like, it doesn't matter because for the rest of my life, I can say that I was in a movie with Al Pacino and Robert yeah. De Niro, and it was the first movie that they did together mm-hmm. uh, officially since The Godfather. And then where they actually shared a scene, and he goes, and I can call them. Al and Bob the rest of my life and that's worth mm-hmm. more than anything in the world because he's a pretty eccentric guy as you can tell from the documentary had, in the documentary he had a list of, of people he wanted to work with mm-hmm. and work for mm-hmm. and one of them was Stanley Kubrick I believe and he was yeah. making movies for him like yeah. he, he would make yeah, he a up. short for him yeah he went and showed up yeah and uh, so he's that and he but his his voice he's got a computer thing he's got but he's got so many samples of his voice out there that they've yeah. managed to sample them all together and put it in there so we can talk again. For for movies. Yeah, right? Like not in real shit. in real life he still has to push it, but for when they when he if yeah, he wants I to act it. if he wants to act in a movie they can put his voice over top of it. That's he's incredible. done a bit of acting. He's done a bit of acting lately with that in but they they just added the tech like in the last 6 months. Yeah. To yeah. his voice, which is crazy. The best I thought, dude, in the documentaries when he confronts the guy doing uh that movie Dr. Moreau. Alan Dr. Confronts, Morrow, yeah. yeah. He confronts the director and he says, he's got it. He says, look, you just said you're going to quit the movie. Turn the camera off. No, 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 no. You got everybody. Brando was there. Yeah. And that was one of his things is because he wanted to work with Brando. Brando was on his mm-hmm. list. And he and that was like the worst movie because they kept changing directors and it was just a pain yeah. in I remember um, seeing that movie going, what the hell is this? Yeah, weird, huh? I was, I, it was pretty wild, pretty wild. Um, yeah, I've been watching, uh, I did The Goodfellows in the uh, casino uh, double play there the other day it was great. It was oh my God, the Many Saints of Newark is on the way out October first. The yeah. Sopranos pre- prequel. I am so 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 very stoked. And again, to everyone listening or watching, you have to listen to Talking Sopranos. Okay, it's it's literally Bobby and Christopher breaking down every episode of The Sopranos scene by scene. That's awesome. It's huh? the greatest podcast next to ours that I've nice. in my, that I've that I've heard. It's just so so. Good. So I'm so stoked about this uh, about this new show. It's gonna be great. Wicked, wicked, great right on. That, my friends, is an hour. We got uh, so season two. A couple things. Let's get to some housekeeping here. Uh, a couple things. Season two, roughly around October the second or third ish, depending on my like my schedule when I'm in Chris's area, uh, and then we'll actually do it live from maybe the cat room, or we'll do it from somewhere, yeah. somewhere there. We'll do it there. Um, so Go look out for that. I, I just set up the drums in the garage. I saw your picture today, yeah. I got the guitar <laughs> out there. It was funny. My buddy next door, he plays drums, and he comes over, and he's like, oh, cool, man. I said, you want to play these? I'm going to go for a ride on my bike. <laughs> so I went for a ride on my bike, and, and there was, like, people out every other house, whenever they're all looking back up towards my place, all, like, out in the road, like, what? <laughs> I was like, it's okay, folks. Just testing the sound. Like, oh, okay, buddy. But I had the garage door wide open and everything. I got great neighbors here. I'm, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll come. So we'll go in the garage. We'll have it'll be, be awesome. We'll have a jam session and everything. Kim's never seen The Sopranos. Kim, Whoa, that's your mission. You that's your mission starting right now. Get going. Yeah, I like Kim's control. You're gonna love that shit. Um, we've got okay. So I'm currently traveling. I'm not traveling with my blue microphone. I have my portable setup with me. But we want to thank our friends for sponsoring us yeah, in man. season one on blue microphones. Uh, they uh, were awesome. They gave us the Blue Yeti X and they gave us the, uh, the Mix My Headphones, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And so a huge thanks to them for sponsoring us last year. We are looking to bring on a few more this year. So uh, stand by. Some new sponsors coming on board uh, our way for sure. That's happening. Uh, the numbers don't lie. So it's happening. So stand by for that. Uh, when it comes to that, uh, comic books. Let's get some free comic books. <laughs> Chris, tell us about this. Oh, that's my comic book. That's issue two. Uh, I think we got twenty-five issues left of that. Twenty between twenty-five and thirty issues left of that. Yeah. Um, There's three golden tickets that were randomly inserted in the comic books. Uh, two people have claimed them. Congratulations to Jimmy Walker. Dynamite! Dynamite! Yeah, Jimmy Walker. Congratulations, Jimmy Walker. And he picked the Carnage picture, which I should have prepared a little more. Sorry, I could have showed you what he picked. Um, the second winner. We we have a second claim, but he hasn't picked his prize yet, so I'm not going to just tell who that sure. is. And the third ticket's still out there. Woo! Um, we're basically, it's great though, we basically move a comic book a day, which is awesome, man. For an independent awesome. comic company, man, we're loving it. See, that's why I say like, I got about 30 copies left. Um, issue three we're working on right now. And basically what we do is when the first one sells out, 
put out the next one. We're going yeah. issue three here soon. Awesome. It's all done. Bye, 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 bye. You can see it. Shop at Machete Comics Etsy store, as you see right yeah. there. We're going to run a little. Machete Comics, one word at the Etsy shop. We're going to run a little uh, thing from our friends in blue. Stand by. Blue. Awesome. Well, dude, great to see you again. And uh, yeah, fun, good to see you again. fun to be out here. We will do this again. Uh, next time you see us will be the kickoff to season two. But you can catch Chris uh, on here off and on, um, you know, doing the thing. He's got a lot. Ripping on comics. And by, ripping on I, comics. I promote, and, I promote some good stuff, too. I just usually uh, I like to get on. I like to I got to be the negative guy on kids on the escalator because I know too much <laughs> about stupid stuff. Anyway. Good to see you awesome. again, buddy. Yeah, man. Great to see you. Uh, rock and roll. And my friends, everyone out there listening, thank you so much for listening and watching. Catch us on Kids on the Escalator on all your platforms. Uh, please, super encouraging, please go to YouTube and sign up over there. Subscribe. Yay. Some great content from Season 1 on the way. Kim, thank you so much. You're the, Thanks, fan, of the, you're the fan of Season 1. You were on every, almost every episode, so thank you so much for hanging Beautiful. out and doing all that. So. Uh, maybe we'll send, we'll send you a little something uh, from our new sponsors down the road. That, my friends, has been Kids on the Escalator podcast. Randomly. Pre-season two preview-ish. Oh, also, how stoked are we for this? Yeah, it's coming. Season three of The Boys. Oh, yeah. Rad Perfectly dudes. timed. We'll talk about Rad that another dudes. time, too. Good times, my friend. Rad dudes. Yeah, yeah. Slayer. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.